Hello. Yeah. Hi there. Hi. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. What room are you in? I am sitting not at my dining room table, but at the uh, the extension of the countertop behind it. Oh yeah, okay. We have uh, we have officially started, so um, this is weird. <laughs> It's, That's what we've been doing. So now I, you're getting a little taste of us. I know, I know. 12.53, the podcast edition of the show that hasn't been on for a while. Eric Chase and the fam. It's Eric and Alex. And after long years of me making jokes about my friends wearing headsets, playing video games, I am here with a headset right now. <laughs> what it what it what a change like this is all this is a moment where you can reflect on how our times have changed and you are doing like something show related at home i know i know well everybody mostly most of the staff has been working at home because they have like a small setup and they can wire it in but i didn't have that stuff so that's why i i was one of the ones that got to stay but to get to, to get the stuff, even if I wanted to buy it myself, it would cost like well under a thousand dollars. That's why oh, every, wow. everybody's a content creator these days. Yeah, now now you can now there's so much more you can do. Yeah, maybe. Um, I did do a test earlier with Bethany, and we didn't even talk very long, but I, I noticed the difference in the upload between okay. uh, work and here. And now I want to be one of those people who goes on Reddit to complain about Buckeye speeds. <laughs> well, you know, my internet likes to play games too, so this will be fun. Well, and work is just, a, it's a business network, so it's going to run a lot faster. Sure. Um, you were, uh, you mentioned, uh, I get to feel like everybody else, like how life has been for so many others. I've been racking my brain for the last two days, mm -hmm. try, trying to come up with something thoughtful, like trying to offer some wisdom or advice, because I guess... We live in a world of depression now, like, and we're, mm -hmm. we're, we're heading deeper into it. People are upset with the curfew and the potential for job loss and not seeing a loved one around the holidays. And I have nothing that isn't like a little pithy. Yeah, um, me it, either. Like it's okay, so you'll save some money. Um, you, you, a lot of people save money. You'll save money and, and maybe you won't binge on, maybe you won't put on holiday pounds because there'll be less parties to go to. Um, less food to buy. Uh, you, while you'll, you won't see people that you love during the holidays, you also won't have to see people that you absolutely cannot stand. Um, other than that, like, I don't know what, what experience I've been through to pass along to people other than, you know, things people have already learned, like stop overlooking the little things. Don't take things for granted. Realize mm -hmm. that like, you'll never have this intimate family time ever again. And I say that and people are like, I'm sick of these people. I never want to see them again. But <laughs> I, I'm doing my darndest to try to find, you know, silver linings. And I, I can't, I wish I could offer some insight to people right now. I have a strange one. So I, as an adult, I am, I have each year come more and more into the thought that like I'm an adult and my holidays are going to look different. I'm very much one of those people where during the holidays I want to be with my family and when I'm not with my family and happy and jolly, it brings me down. It makes me really sad. And so I have a brother that's in California and I have not been able to spend the holidays with him in 
I don't even, I don't even know, you know, a long, a long time. My dad is now passed and, you know, all of these things. And, um, one of the markers, like one of the biggest piece, one of the biggest factors in making me sad on the days where I'm not, where I knew my holiday was going to be different this year, or I'll say, okay, I'm just going to be with mom this year. Cause my other brother is with his wife and my other brother is in California and my uncle is in Cleveland and he's not coming here. So it's going to be awful because we're not all together. And, and the, the one thing that always reminds me that this is a holiday and it's, and you know, it, it's one thing if you can just forget the day, you know, everything is so normal that you almost forget it's Thanksgiving. The one thing that makes me know it's Thanksgiving is that damn parade every morning. <laughs> and that's not going to happen this year, right? Like, are, are they even doing the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? I don't I don't know. The first holiday season thing that wrong to me um, wasn't any of this. Like when the weekend got announced for the Super Bowl halftime show. Mm -hmm. My first two thoughts were he might be the only one in that stadium um, besides the players. <laughs> and then two, <laughs> like, does anybody recognize the content of his songs? What do you mean? Like, we all like. I don't do drugs, like I don't get the drug references, but do you realize the lyrical content of weekend yes. songs? Yes, yes. It's, I, I'm sure he'll have to stick to the hits and maybe modify lyrics, but that was the first thing that jumped out to me. And then when I saw the curfew stuff, I was like you, like we were guessing the other day, like we were trying to predict what was gonna happen and it's 10 p.m. to 5 a.m., which I think we know isn't gonna do a, a whole heck of a lot. And the people right. that, are, that are concerned, I go to the gym after work. Calm down, you'll be fine. Um, I, I, I thought, well, wait a second. I mean, people were worried about restaurants and, and job loss and closings and all that stuff. But I was like, mm -hmm. wow, the biggest party night of the year, the night before Thanksgiving. It's, oh, it's, yeah. It's off. And then, I kind of, yeah. and then I kind of smirked and I was like, good. Now I'm not going to feel any social pressure to go out that night. That's true. Or I'm not going to feel like... Missing out. I usually feel really sad that I'm missing out on all the fun the night before Thanksgiving because of how many fun nights I had had in the past. That, so that's another thing. Like, I if I'm not doing what I really would love to be doing internally, then I feel like really sad about it. And so I'm just not going to have to worry about this year, that this year. So it's <laughs> so it might be saving me a little bit. But um, yeah, I'm. I get it with the curfew and I think he's making everything close at 10 as well. So like, um, gyms and I mean, whatever, like your 24 hour gym can't be 24 hour. It's going to have to close. Right. Or maybe a gym doesn't, you know, I guess that's the part that's not clear. Um, but I'm like, I don't really know. And they said, if you're out, if you're out getting food, you know, or, but if you're, I'm, I'm like, that doesn't really make any sense, DeWine, because if you're telling things that they need to close, then nobody's going to be out after 10 getting takeout. Yeah, and I know this has been the problem, like, with the outset uh, of mm -hmm. this. There were gray areas, there were loopholes, there was confusion. Right. And that's what happens when, like, this seems like the greatest yeah. uh, example of when you try to please everybody, you please yep. nobody because nobody. I, I know that I'm like, lock them in the house. And these are not lockdowns, but that's how it would have to be because anything less than that is you've got these questions. Like people last night were freaked out. Well, you know, I work two to 10. Am I going to get pulled over coming home from work? Stop, no. Craig. You're not going to get pulled over. And you bring up a good question because people can still get food 
you know, in late late at night at a McDonald's, but will those places be open? Right. And it's just a lot of questions, and, and that's why I think he and other people are doing the best that they can for the, they're making the best decisions they can for the most amount of people. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, there's going to be a lot of people who will be content, and then there's going to be almost an equal amount of people for a variety of reasons who will be confused and disappointed. But this is this is what happens under these circumstances. Although I think there's enough data now to go. Uh, restaurants, bars, and indoor places like that are a problem. Gyms as well. Mm-hmm. But schools are not. Like, I think at least we have that out of the way after the last six months. Oh, I thought schools were a problem. Like, there- I thought there were... There were- um, I thought that there were many districts who had like um, multiple cases, had like whatever that an infection, high infection rate, like or I don't know, I don't know the term. I, it's escaping me today. What um, what I've come across is schools are okay, it, and it might just be relative to the other places where these things mm. are are out of control. Um, and everybody's situation is a little bit different. And, and again, that's yeah. what happens when you try to please everybody. You could have two people who are in the same line of work. But because they have different hours, or one has children and then the other one doesn't, like yeah. it's it's just a mess. And I go, I, I feel, and you probably feel the same way. I'm going back to where I was back in April. Thank God I'm an introvert. Thank God I don't want to be out. <laughs> Thank God I have no fucking kids. For before COVID, it, how many times did you and I have a conversation where I'm like, I don't think I I didn't realize how many times I will come home from work on Friday and not leave the house again until Monday morning and, yeah. did, and didn't even fucking notice. <laughs> and then I would feel bad about it. Like I would feel bad about myself. Like I need to do better. <laughs> but I mean, now it's, it's all, this is our time, I suppose. But I am in, let's, let's revisit this in three weeks from now or sometime in December or even sooner. This curfew is going to be absolutely pointless unless like we there's a bit of communication with all the um police departments that we don't know of where they're going to actually be going out and finding people and like that's if they even want to enforce it right that's what i'm saying so it's like what is the point that and i'm not trying to criticize dewine because i don't want to get on the bandwagon of just finding everything wrong with what he's doing i do though think that he's trying to please way too many people when the right thing to do is just like just shut us down for three weeks like just close stuff and and get it done like i was just talking to karis yesterday and she said you know that i literally talked to her an hour after they got their um orders that everything was shutting down nail salons hair salons gyms for three weeks that makes sense (laughs) like you know what i mean it it, it just makes sense. And we've had time to plan and prepare for that if it were to happen again. But, um, yeah, I think he's pleasing too many people. And unless the police departments are going to be out there enforcing this curfew, it's kind of pointless. Yeah, they're, they're not. Because that that is where you... It becomes a little authoritarian, I suppose. Maybe sure. maybe there would be a lesser government agency, kind of like the, the people that have been doing bar checks and, and, and potentially finding the bars or the places that we read about on Monday, like the Dales of the world who got a citation mm-hmm. and then it goes to court. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I saw too many people saying that it, it's unenforceable and it is. And I guess it's just, he's trying to convey the spirit of it. Like he's been very sure. soft-handed with this. Last week, yes, it, was, last week it was... And maybe it's because he he believed, he got feedback that he was too rigid from the outset. And it's unfortunate. 
uh, everything becomes politicized and everybody mm -hmm. starts yelling about everything. And uh, it's unfortunate because a lot of people who are doing the yelling or at least trying to convey a point on both sides have good points. Like I feel yeah. bad for some of the gyms the private gyms who are working their asses off to keep the places clean and even closing at mm -hmm. times. But but knowing that with all those people packed together in tight spaces, they're mm -hmm. being targeted. So it, it's it's an untenable situation. It's an impossible situation. And yeah. you're gonna make as many people happy as you will upset. And it's, it's a challenge. The only thing I keep going back to is everybody's situation is different. And I don't, I, I didn't think and we talked about this the other day, there's no way retail was getting shut down, not a couple of weeks before um, Black Friday. That, In fact, these measures were to probably save any kind of holiday shopping. I don't know, you know, I, that's I had a conversation with my brother and I don't think he'll mind, I don't, I don't know, maybe he doesn't listen, so he'll never find out maybe. But, you know, he's the general manager of a large mall in California and he's like, if they shut us down, for Thanksgiving, he's like, that's going to be the nail in the coffin for the, our retail for, you know, malls are starting to decline anyway, um, because of online shopping and things like that. Um, and then COVID happened. And then they really started to decline and like, um, places weren't paying their rent. So like Amber, Amber and what if I even said that right, and Bed Bath and Beyond weren't paying the rent to, to you know, because they weren't getting service or sales that that during the pandemic and so the it was already on a decline and then it got even worse and so if, if something happens to retail during this time which is going to be a huge factor in passing covid and you know in the transmission of of covid because this is the time for people to get out and get those sales i, I you know i i don't know i don't have an answer to that because it's like the economy or lives the economy or lives and it, it looks like in other countries, and I mean, obviously I have direct link to Scotland, they're shutting down, retail and everything, shutting down for the next three weeks. Yeah, I, I don't think we have an answer, and that's the problem with this. Um, but I was fairly certain that they were gonna, that governments were gonna do everything possible to keep retail open because of Black Friday and, and everything you said. It's the same thing at our mall here, and I've also heard from enough people, when this topic comes up, they're like, malls seem like a big place for, mm -hmm. Uh, offenders, people not wearing masks, mm -hmm. and I get it. Like you're you're dealing with like mall security, and they don't want to you know start a thing. There was just a shooting yesterday um, at a Save a Lot somewhere over a, a mask thing. We're we're really oh, wow. right, we're right back where we were, you know, six months ago with a lot more information, relatively speaking, but yeah. not in, not enough where you know we're that much different from where we were. Like I said, like I texted you, it was nice. We got. A one-week break after the election finally ended, we got a we got a we got a reprieve, and then we dove right back into everybody being at each other's throats because we went from election break to shutdowns, quarantines, and, and things like that. So if I can if I can put it in the perspective of just like crisis counseling and mental health, we were in that honeymoon phase where we were literally experiencing like crisis-style events, and then we stopped talking about it, and we were all like you know kind of a bit more uplifted because it was it was past us and you know we can see the light at the end of the tunnel at least for the election and all the drama around that and now we're right back now we're like dropping again we're plummeting a little bit um and getting back into reality of like we're not out of the water nowhere near out of the water there's still you know stress ahead of us 
And so we're, we're like, we went from a peak where we were kind of coming up from the bottom and now we're going back down to the bottom. Yeah, that's why I, it, it sounds cruel and I do have sympathy for, for people. Um, but one of the things that we learned back in March and April was we knew that this, this second punch was going to happen. Like this is the second, we did. this is the second wave. Everybody's getting it. You can look across the, the, the globe and see the maps and this country is doing better. Like there's a handful of places that, that has, it was low the first time and it's low this time, like South Korea, New Zealand, but they're a lot different from, you know, where we are in, in the EU. So we knew this mm -hmm. was coming and I have. I will I will feel sympathetic for you, but I will mm -hmm. also go like if you lose your job or whatever comes down the line, like you knew this mm -hmm. was coming. And I know that, that yeah. funds are, are funds and finances are finite and you can maybe barely keep ahead keep your head up above water anyway. But maybe that means you, you could have grabbed a second job or found some other income over the summertime, knowing that this was very likely to happen again, if not worse, than in the springtime. Yeah, I agree. I was thinking the same thing. And I don't, I mean, I don't, I understand and I am empathetic to those folks, but it's like, we, we, we have been talking about this for ages. And so if you aren't prepared, and I know it, it could possibly be hard to get prepared, but that's where you have to get creative. And so it's like, if you aren't prepared for this second go around and even if it's just for a couple of weeks then it's like how much time did you spend complaining compared to <laughs> you know what i mean complaining and fighting and all of this mess compared to like financially planning for this um this next phase you had you had all summer to get your 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 body together to put your only fans account to run like in in the fall so you could buy gifts up uh, like one thing before we get away from this i will say that um just like in the springtime uh the the 401 dine program is up and running with foul and fodder and a lot of local restaurants oh i and love foul and fodder i'm gonna warn people like i did back then you need to make sure that your money is taken care of we like we are all about keeping our good local restaurants open but don't throw money at them, even though we're saying you should, until you know you're taken care of. Because if right. if you if you if your boat flips over, but they've got money, you know you've got a problem. So take care of yourself. But then again, if you if you've got the finances, a lot of these places are offering um, like family style stuff that you can grab for Thanksgiving. And it's going to be a smaller Thanksgiving than usual, but there's a lot of places that are offering um, meals for Thanksgiving and otherwise. I appreciate a good struggle meal too. So if I can stock up on spaghetti, cause I can make a ton of spaghetti to, la to last me like a number of days, then I'm going to spend my $20 at Aldi and get myself three weeks worth of food compared to spend my $20 for one night at, I love Fallon Fodder. I will never shit on them at all, but I would be spending $20 on some chicken and waffles and an almond wrap salad <laughs> or like chicken wrap which I love it's delicious everybody go get it but I would rather spend my 20 bucks at Aldi right now and, and that's I, just me because I need to make sure I stay afloat you and I have foresight um, many people do not um, but and while somebody will criticize us for that um, I'd also like to say that you know you and I have had the foresight to create the foresight by we, we've been able to put ourselves in positions with the best decisions we can make so that we don't have these pitfalls or we're walking through a, a landmine of life. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was it was just 
Yeah, exactly. And I, I try to help other people in that way, too. So people that are close to me, like I gave an example, a friend of mine had gotten a sum of money and I said, post it to your refrigerator. And they're like, what? No, I'm going to put it in my account. I'm like, no, post it to your refrigerator, because if you put it in your account, you're going to spend it. And if you have intentions yeah. for that, you know, it was when I got our down payment for our home and we're waiting to buy a home, I took it out of my account and posted it to the refrigerator because I said, this is what we're spending it on. And if it's in my account, the universe is gonna be like, ooh, Alex has money. Her car is gonna break down. Flat tire, can't be repaired. You have to buy a new one. Like, it, that's just what happens. You know what I mean? And I don't want that to happen, so. Life, life, life happens. Um, yeah. Good good money and good life. Did you see over at, I think it was Bubba's on C-Core, some girl got a thousand dollar tip. That's wonderful. I love Bubba's. They have a really good steak. Their steak arguably is better than fucking, uh, excuse me, better than uh, <laughs> Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> I, I would guess if you go to any of those, like Texas Roadhouse, Longhorn, any of those places, I would bet you get better bang for your buck with a steak than you would if you went to like a, a Final Cut or a Benchmark, where there you're also paying for good food, but you're getting ambiance as well. Yeah, exactly. I, I saw that. I was really happy to see that. I have also increased my, I'm in McDonald's line or Starbucks and I pay for the person behind me. Good so I've done, I've done that way more than I have um, in the past. And I've also noticed that that's been done for me way more than it has in the past. Yeah. So, that's it's, wonderful. It's unfortunate. Um, the bad news, it's its the old, if it bleeds, it leads. And I feel mm -hmm. like the bad news and the good news weigh the same, but depending on your perspective, uh, one of them is a thousand pound anvil and one of them is a thousand pounds of feathers. I guess I'd rather be hit with the, the thousand pounds of feathers, so that's the good news. But mm -hmm. the bad news hits like an anvil. I mean, it just, it, it's everywhere. And uh, that's why it was, it was nice to see that story. I would love to know who the person was who did that. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I hope that it does. And yes, I would love to know that. And I think that that's wonderful for that waitress. Oh. I, I, oh, hello. Hi, Danny. I, <laughs> I do, however, hate to see it when it's, you know, when somebody is recording themselves doing it and then posting it to Facebook. I can't stand that. Right. Um, but that's my, my own personal belief. So hopefully it, it didn't happen in that way. But whatever. The whole point is you help another person. Um, and that's lovely. I hope more people do that. I try to do it as much as I can, especially when I'm in the wretched moods that I've been in that, you know, I've been in for the last like three weeks. I've been the worst Scrooge. Um, so I'm like, all right, I need to bring myself out of this and do things for other people because it will then do something in return for myself. Yeah, I'm kind of curious what the girl did with uh, the money and what kind of financial position she was in. Obviously, you know, talking about restaurant places that might get shut down. Certainly hours will be will be scarce. I wonder if, you know, she passed some of that money around to people that she worked with because it was a good That would staff. be lovely. That would be lovely. Or, you know, take it because you may need it, You especially since you work in restaurant, the restaurant business, but I hope maybe 10% of it or 20% of it, you were able to pay it forward. Um, yeah. By the way, remember what I mentioned, I'll have to jump off. You gotta go? Yeah, I gotta go, but I could come back. Uh, text me, or I, I may or may not be here. I still I have some things to hit. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. We'll uh, we'll keep going here. It'll be me and the dogs. Andre. Yeah, this is the uh, first home podcast. Diddy is here in the kitchen with me, getting his butt rubbed. Andre.
who uh, is probably in the in the living room licking the sofa, Andre. And Andre is half a pound lighter than he should be. He was looking a little bony. Um, so he got some lab work done and I'm concerned. Um, and I'm sorry for any noises here. I can't mute my microphone. Um, I hope Andre will be okay. If you didn't just look at him, he does look a little small, but he's a small dog. So if you lose half a pound, that's, that's a lot of weight. Uh, but he's still eating like a demon and everything else, his behavior all seems completely fine. Diddy's looking at me like, who are you talking to? Um, so fingers crossed, everything will be okay with Andre. As Alex was just talking about, I've kicked around, you know, like everybody, I've looked at Black Friday month sales. It's time to upgrade the TV. I wanted a PlayStation 5. And then you get hit with life, um, $140, which is pretty inexpensive, all things considered, to get Andre some blood work and a vet visit at community. Uh, pet care or community pet clinic on the trail where it meets Detroit just down the street from Ernest Brewer. So yeah, before you go buying things that you you want but probably don't need, remember that life is going to sneak up on you. Um, I saw that the North Division of the ECHL called off its season. So that's like six, seven, eight teams. Um, that's not the Walleye Division. And remember the league is massive now. It's like all over the country and I think maybe even up in Alaska. Uh, but I wonder if that portends bad things for the walleye. Because the walleye were standing by to get training camp ready. Their season already got pushed back from, it should have started a couple of weeks ago, got pushed back to the first week of December, then bumped to the middle of January. Um, I fear that that walleye season is not going to happen, but this is why we're taking all these precautions. We're trying to slow the virus. And if we've got to do the the calculus on the virus and why we're asked why we're asked to do these things if we have the virus and we we isolate by the way i'm waiting to get some test results back i'll tell you about that in one second um but we'll use me as an example i'm i'm isolating and once the virus passes through my system then it it's gone it can't hop to someone else and if more and more people do that the virus, we choke the virus off and it can't bounce from people to people and it runs out of hosts and eventually it goes away. Um, I was off last Thursday, back on Friday. I was feeling a variety of symptoms, a little bit of a runny nose, felt something in my throat. I felt a little sluggish and I felt better on Saturday. Uh, woke up, got coffee, went to the gym. But during my workout, I was sluggish and I, I couldn't tell if, this, if, if it was because I just haven't worked out as much lately or because this there was some kind of something viral in my chest um, weakening my endurance. So Saturday, I laid around all day. Sunday, I had to call for work and then um, started to look around for some tests at the pharmacies because they're free and that's where I got one before. All the pharmacies were all booked out for days. But let's see, was it? Yeah, Monday, uh, a friend told me that I could go to the Mercy walk-in flu clinic down on Jefferson. It's just down the street from Collingwood, kind of in the old West End. And uh, in and out of there, real quick, they gave me the the Q-tip, not the swab, the Q-tip up the nose. Thankfully, by the time I was like, oh God, this fucking hurts. Is it in my eyeball? It was over. Um, and now I'm waiting back for my test. That was Monday, today, Wednesday. I saw th there's been pop-up testing and I think there's more to come at UT later on this week. There's been one at the fairgrounds today and yesterday. Yesterday, they had to turn people away. There were so many cars. Today, it was a different story. Um, I believe today, people were just parking, getting out of their cars and, and walking over to the tent. And a lot 
less people. But if you're wondering or you're doubtful that there are that many people concerned about what's going on, um, I'll believe that, that, that hospitals are starting to get a buildup of people visiting them. And uh, yesterday, just cars and cars for a long time for people to get tested. What else do we have to get to here today? Um, fleets on Twitter. I misunderstood this at first. I read there would be disappearing tweets or tweets that you could write and you weren't real happy with and they would just go away. I'm like, well, that, that, that's what drafts are for. But then I started seeing the updates and I'm like, oh, it's stories on Instagram or snaps like on Snapchat. So if you were, I don't think that that's going to pull me more people on Twitter, but whenever it comes to some social media change or adjustment, um, I always rely back on Facebook. Facebook has obviously borrowed or stolen lots of ideas and made it their own. And, and they seem to be the one that outlasts everybody else. So this was the uh, first one from the kitchen. I don't know when I'm gonna be back. Uh, I'll be back on the air pending uh, my test results. Because again, it's the safe, responsible thing to do right now. And yesterday I, I asked if I could come back and work said it's better you, you don't, just in case. And today I'm out you know, walking the dogs, just around the neighborhood with, with a mask on. And either I'm terribly out of shape or there's something very mild in my lungs, but we'll we'll find out. Or maybe it's just a, a cold and, and not the COVID stuff. And I'm also dealing with stomach stuff again. Like when I went through that horrible cheese odyssey a couple of years ago, it's the same damn thing and I can't figure it out. And that's weakening my immune system, at least in my head it is. Um, this was the kitchen version of the podcast. Thanks for being here. And uh, you know you can always reach out and get these podcasts whenever you want. Text Eric to 419-240-1055. Share this if you would. We talked about um, in the beginning here how everybody's a content creator and traditional media is a challenge for, for a lot of different reasons right now. And this is why we do the on-air show and the podcast and we do videos and social media. So if you would share this, I would greatly appreciate it. Let people know that there is a, a song-free, commercial-free, local show that you can listen to or that they can listen to. Just search Eric Chase wherever you get podcast episodes.